Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast, where we interview aspiring entrepreneurs and professionals to help motivate you. Now for your host, Jason Wright. Intentionally Inspirational, Episode 10. Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening to Intentionally Inspirational. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com backslash inspire. Or you could also accomplish this by going to the banner on their website and clicking it. A website address, again, is intentionallyinspirational.com. Nice and easy for you. Along the line of Audible and their audiobooks, uh, self-development is something that we talk about each week on the show, and it's important to me, and if you guys don't do it, it should be important to you as well. You know, making the investment in yourself is one of the very best investments of your time and money that you can ever make. Nobody can take it away from you. The return on investment uh, can pay you back many times over. It's just It's always great to keep learning and keep making yourself more diverse and uh, more specialized. Uh, a book that I would recommend to you guys, and I've talked about it before, but if you if you don't read or if you want to get back into reading or you just haven't read this book, The Magic of Thinking Big by David J. Schwartz. It's a great self-development read that I would personally recommend on audiobook. Nice and convenient for you. Uh, if you haven't read it already or listened to it, why not? And you can use that Audible free um, trial that I just mentioned. So again, audibletrial.com backslash inspire or you can check out the audible banner on my website and you could get that book as an example for free using that trial so what i'm going to do today the 10th show so i've figured out what i like what i don't like how to do things better you know tweaking here and there Uh, what i'd like to do is interview myself for the purpose of letting you the listener um, the purpose of letting you guys get to know me a little bit better um, the first show, I, I listened back to it the other day, and I don't know if you guys have heard it or not, but man, it's rough. You know, no clue what I'm doing. And I still have a lot to learn, but I'm figuring this out. I'm using better microphone, I've got a little bit better format. I'm interviewing people now from all walks of life, trying to use their life and their stories to inspire you. So I'm going to kind of use that format today and tell you a little bit about, a little bit about me so that you know who I am and where I come from, and, you know, who you're listening to. So what I typically do is I typically talk to the interviewees and give a brief intro or a bio, and then I kind of ask them, you know, what else should we know about you? So what I'll do now is share a little bit about myself and, uh, you know, go from there. So last October, I uh, left the corporate world and set out on my own with a, you know, a plan, um, kind of a, a marketing option, uh, is what I set off on. But what I, what I knew was I, I knew I didn't want to build a business on one idea. So, uh, I had to come up with a couple of different ideas to make sure the business didn't, uh, go under and, you know, just all rest on one thing. Cause I've done that in the past and you live and you learn. So I went off, uh, pursuing a marketing opportunity and 
human resources and sales makes up quite a bit of my professional background, mostly HR, but there's some sales as well. So I knew that I could do virtual HR work um, as well under that business, which I still do. Um, and that marketing option that I originally set off on is not even something I'm pursuing at this time. So uh, thanks for some foresight there. Thank myself for the foresight. And uh, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, I guess, necessarily. But um, the point of all that is, is, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I took the the big leap last October to pursue control over my time, better opportunities, different opportunities. Really wanted to challenge myself and see what I was made of. And the only way to do that is to do it. You know, talking about it's one thing. I know a lot of people that have great ideas about what they want to do someday, but will they ever do it? I have no idea. I didn't want to be that guy. I wanted to actually be able to talk to people like yourself about my real-life experience, and it's certainly easier to do than uh, merely giving my opinion on something that I've never done. So it's a little bit about me. Um, I'm a very driven person. I'm a people person. That's why the background in HR and sales kind of makes sense because they both involve people. Um, I like helping people. I like inspiring people. I like uh, when you walk away from a conversation and you can see in someone's eyes that you made a connection, you made a difference, you got their wheels turning. That's good stuff there. So those are some of the things that I like. Uh, Will I ever go back to work for somebody again? I have no idea. I've learned to never say never, but um, I do continue or do plan on continuing to do the podcast because I really enjoy this. And up until April of this year, I don't even know that I knew what a podcast was. I, I've kind of learned what it was uh, from blogging. So I, I do a little bit of blogging on the side, not a whole lot. And I just try to, you know, make an impact, get people's attention, get them thinking. And I need to fine tune that a bit as well. But anyway, once I figured out or learned about podcasting, I said, man, if, if I can get a little bit of feedback in a blog and it makes a difference, I wonder what I can do with my voice because I feel like I have a better tool with my voice than I do with a pen and paper, so to speak. So the podcasting thing was never part of the plan. Uh, it's kind of evolved into what it is now, and it's fun, and we'll see where it goes from here. But that's kind of how all this came to be, and the, the name Intentionally Inspirational just kind of came to me one day, and it fit. So... Um, yeah, that's kind of my bio and who I am and where I come from. Uh, so the next question is, uh, what motivates you to really push yourself, um, help everybody understand what makes you tick. So I will answer that for myself now. Um, I'm motivated by challenge. I have a very high need for challenge. Um, I don't like people telling me what I can't do. It makes me want to prove them wrong. And I like taking my comfort zone and stretching that and, and pushing myself to the edge to see if I'm capable of new heights, if I'm capable of broadening my skill set and my, you know, successes and my experiences. So um, those are all the things that make me tick. I'm a very internally motivated person. I don't need somebody to, to say something or do something to get me motivated. I was kind of born with that. So uh, sometimes my process to move through that is different than, you know, other people's. But uh, I am very motivated and I definitely uh, get fired up when I... When I see something that's starting to work or I, I see success, and it gets, gets me really fired up. So, um, yeah. Next question is, what has been my greatest greatest challenge in my working life and how was I able to overcome it? I think this is uh, getting forced out of one career path and jumping into another. 
So once upon a time, I worked for a big Fortune 50 company, and uh, things were going fine. And through a um, series of events outside of my control, my job was eliminated, and I jumped from HR into sales out of necessity. And kind of taking that momentum in HR and, and having to kind of start over uh, at that point was uh, pretty challenging. You know, a lot of people didn't know why or they didn't understand it. And going from a point of, you know, rising success back to square one is kind of tough. But the way you overcome that stuff and the way I overcame it is you just push through it and develop new skills and, and just keep um, aspiring to climb higher and higher. And what I've found is if you can float up to the top once, you can do it again. Anytime you do something once, it's always easier to do again. So uh, in my opinion, that's what I've been able to do through my, you know, short working career and uh, move past it. Uh, the golden nuggets I'd like to, you guys to take away from this story is you do have to push yourself. You do have to figure out what makes yourself tick. If you don't know, I would do some self-reflection and figure that out. Very, very important. And when you do come to challenges in your working life, which you will, you've got to push through them. Don't become a victim of the challenge, whether it's a job loss or a demotion or being forced into a different field or whatever the case may be. My advice to you would be, um, I've done it. Other people have done it before me. People will do it after me. You're never alone. You're never really going into a situation as the first person to do it. So keep that in mind and use that as a uh, piece of encouragement and just know that you can do anything that you put your mind to. The next question is, think about your greatest success that you've experienced in your working life and walk us through the steps you took to reach that milestone. Surprisingly, I think the answer to that is, uh, jumping ship from my job last year and going for broke and pursuing a big idea because it takes a heck of a lot of courage to take a comfortable situation and put yourself into a knowingly less comfortable situation for the potential outcome of something greater. Uh, so for me, that's uh, showed me a lot about myself. I look back and there's certainly been some some tough patches along that that journey, but I don't have any regrets. I wouldn't do anything differently. So very proud of myself in that regard. And prior to that, uh, I would have probably said something along the lines of professional certification or degree or something, but um, actually having a plan, going against everybody's good you know, advice, so to speak, and doing it is probably the greatest success I've had thus far. I don't think that'll be my highlight, though. I think there's more to come. Now, the next question I usually ask is, what advice would you give those listening on how they can experience their own breakthroughs? Um, the advice I'd give you guys is simply this. If you have a plan, um, you know, you've got to come up with a kind of a, a, a step or a system to execute your plan. But as I always say, you have to execute. You have to take action. If you don't take action, then that plan is literally a waste of time to talk about. I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter. You know, you may talk about a plan for six months and then take action. It's still taking action. But if you're that guy or that gal that talks about the same great idea for 20 or 30 years and it never happens, I mean, people really get tired of hearing of it, I'm sure. So my advice would be is um, if, if you want to start that business or get that new job or change career paths, whatever the case may be, you've got to ask yourself very simply, what am I willing to sacrifice to get there? And what am I going to do about it? You've got to get fired up and do something about it. Uh, the next question, what is your number one professional goal that you're currently working on and how do you plan on getting there? Um, this 
sounds very generic, but the answer that immediately came to my mind when I asked myself that question was creating something significant out of nothing. And that's kind of the journey I'm on right now. And I don't know where it'll lead, but I definitely see some positive signs in some places that I never thought about looking for positive signs. So we're going to keep rolling with it and see where it goes. I do know that if I quit everything I'm doing today, nothing's going to come from it. So I know that I have to continue to push and tweak. And if something's not working, try something new and and keep pushing towards, um, you know, making something that's going to be impactful. So what inspires me about other people? What I love to see in other people is I love to see people that are that are positive. I love to p- see people that I know have uh, been grinding and grinding for years to get to where they've gotten. I love to people that see people that have failed so many times that they finally find success. I mean, everybody who succeeds has failed so many times along the way. Nobody just tries something great the first time and gets it. Think about uh, the light bulb. I think there was a thousand failures before the first working model of the light bulb was invented. That's a lot of failure. I would say most people would have thrown the towel in well before getting to that working model. But the point is still the same. So that's what that inspires me. Um, I really like seeing authentic people. I like seeing people working towards something greater than themselves. And of course, I love to see people who actually reach those goals. So the next thing I usually talk about is fear. And as I always say, it's one of my favorite things to talk about because fear is interesting. Um, so the question is, fear is an inevitable part of our lives. How do you overcome fear? That's what I generally ask people. The answer I would give myself is, you know, I do struggle with this. So fear is something that I recognize. And sometimes I realize it's paralyzing me and other times I use that to energize myself. So I'm not this perfect person that sees fear and I always spin it into something great, but sometimes I don't realize that fear is impacting my decision-making, my thinking, and my actions. But it, it seems like when I come to that realization that, hey, I'm scared. Why am I approaching this scared? It pisses me off, honestly. And when I get pissed off, I take action and I start kicking some butt. So it's not a bad thing. Don't take that as a bad thing. It it gets me moving. It gets me doing something differently, increasing the intensity of what I'm doing, um, pushing through it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to come at fear instead of run from it. So once I identify it, I figure out how to bust through it or go around it or, or get by it or jump over its head or whatever I need to do to overcome it. The most impactful words of wisdom that I've ever heard that's the the tenth question I generally talk about. Um, words of wisdom. Um, trying to think. There's quite a few things going through my head, and uh, it's probably a little funny to you that I don't have a, an answer lined up for it. But I didn't want to rehearse for this. I just wanted to kind of dive in and feel what the people on the other end of the headset are feeling when I'm talking to them. And I think the most impactful words of wisdom are. You've got to, and I don't know this is a really a quote per se, but you've got to believe in yourself and you have to trust yourself and you got to go for it. I mean, that's as simple as it is with me. Um, you know, it's it's powerful. It's kind of what I live by and it's what I think about to, to keep me moving and keep me inspired and keeping me, 
you know, trying to create something great for you. Uh, generally, I asked for a, I ask for a title of a book that I would recommend to the listeners. I mentioned the magic of thinking big, the beginning of the show by David J. Schwartz. Um, it's just a good book. It's a good self-development read. Uh, it's been around since I believe the 1960s. A friend actually gave that to me at the beginning of this journey. I inspired the friend, and the friend inspired me back by saying, "Hey, check out this book." So, yeah, that's a book I would I would uh, read. And I just finished uh, another one, uh, a sales presentation of like the secrets of Steve Jobs or something to that effect. I don't have it right in front of me, but you know, for getting in front of people and talking, that's a great book for that. But obviously, there's different flavors for um, you know self development books, but. There's uh, three or four more that I've got that I need to get into, so I'm trying to figure out which one I want to read next, but um, I'll probably end up reading them all this year anyway. Just pick one and, and go with it. So, uh, If you guys would like to reach out to me, this is generally the last segment of the interview. There's several ways you could do so. Um, the website's a good spot, intentionallyinspirational.com. Uh, obviously, you could put something in the comments, to, uh, the show notes for episode 10 or any of them. Um, you could email me. That's probably that's probably the best way. Inspire at grayfoxbusiness.com. And, and just to clarify, Gray Fox Business Solutions is kind of the, um, the company that oversees some of my business ventures. And uh, the Intentionally Inspirational podcast kind of falls under that umbrella. So instead of making things difficult from a financial standpoint, I just kind of streamlined it and uh, kind of advertising, so to speak, the, uh, the podcast as its own entity, but it kind of falls under that umbrella. So, but yeah, that's, that's the best way I am on Facebook. I've got an intentionally inspirational podcast page. I'd love it. If you would like that, um, on Twitter under gray Fox business and, um, int I N T. Um, yeah, I can't even think of the Twitter handle for the intentionally inspirational, but if you go to the Facebook page, you can find the information there, but um, yeah, those are, those are probably the best ways to get a hold of me. And if you like the show, subscribe on your favorite music platform. You could do so on iTunes. That's obviously the big one. Uh, Google Play Music and Stitcher as well. Uh, I would appreciate it. And if, if you do iTunes uh, and you like the show, please give me a five-star review. You know, I don't ask for those all the time, but they are helpful, and uh, it'll certainly help organically draw more listeners to the show, and that's a good thing for everybody. So. Um, one thing I want you guys to remember before I let you go today, if you guys ever find yourself in need of any web hosting, um, I've got to recommend the company SiteGround, S-I-T-E-G-R-O-U-N-D. I use them for two of my websites. Um, they're awesome. They're, uh, very affordable. They, uh, they can do stuff with WordPress hosting and, and there's some other, uh, I guess hosting I don't know if it's programs or languages they can do as well, but their customer service is great. Uh, very, very fast and reliable and secure as well. Um, if you guys are, like I said, in the market for new web service or wanting to change, I certainly have to recommend them because I use them and I really believe in them. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk about them. Uh, I've got an affiliate link. It's siteground.com backslash go backslash inspire. Or there is a small banner at the bottom of my webpage that you could click, click, excuse me, as well. So I certainly appreciate your ear today. I hope you feel like you know me a little bit better now than you did before this show. And next week on Monday, we will be back to interviewing 
other inspiring people. They could be entrepreneurs. They could be professionals. You won't know until you listen. But I do promise you to keep it engaging. And if you guys have any feedback at all, seriously, reach out to me. I will tailor this program to what you guys want. But if you give me no feedback, then I will do what I think you want. So uh, thanks again. Talk to you next week. Until then, stay inspired and thank you for your ear. 